is Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Seville Show. It's absolutely our pleasure to connect with you guys. Through a network, we have worked very hard to cobble together over the years. Our studio is located in downtown Charlottesville in the Macklin Building, right at storefront level. And we're excited, excited to spotlight a community we love in central Virginia. We talk real estate, we talk entrepreneurship, we talk politics, we talk current events. We talk the positive, we talk the concerning, and we talk about a community that we're passionate about. If you're watching the program today, I'll give you a little piece of uh, news that I think will tickle your fancy. Fifth Street Extended has a bank by the name of Carter's Bank. Carter's Bank has got a freestanding island pad building that they are no longer using, but their building and their location is now up for sale. Yes, the Carter's Bank at 5th Street Extended, right before the Food Lion Shopping Center, on the market, 3,000 square feet, $2,595,000 asking price. Someone's going to buy it. It's got a boatload of traffic that goes right by it. This is Screaming Coffee Shop. I'm not sure if it's a Starbucks because there's one right down the road, a Starbucks. But someone's going to buy something that's an island pad unit with this kind of traffic count that has a drive through is it going to be a bank? No. Do we see the future of banks in current buildings, like with drive-throughs in a walk-in lobby where you go and chatter with tellers? No. Is something going to eventually happen to all these antiquated buildings that no longer fit the 2023 consumer? Yes. And we're going to watch it in Charlottesville in real time on Fifth Street Extended in the Urban Ring. Is that that actually might be the city? I think the city-county line will weave you in on a two-shot here, Judah. I think the city-county line is right there at 5th Street Station. With 5th Street Station, I'm going to confirm this, I believe 5th Street Station, Almaro County, because if memory serves correct, the Board of Supervisors in 2008 approved the 5th Street Station development. That's nearly half a million square feet of retail. So, yeah, the Carter's Bank building at nearly 2.6 2.6 million is in the city of Charlottesville. You drive by there. Your parents live in that neck of the woods. It's in that Food Lion Shopping Center. It's a great location. It's got 10,000, a little over 3,000 square feet, excuse me. The asking price, 2.6 million. Starbucks right down the road, but I see somebody converting this into some kind of drive-through concept. The drive-through concept very much appeals to me when it comes to food and beverage businesses. Yeah, no doubt. The drive-through with F&B, tremendously appealing. Um, we're going to watch the conversion of bank buildings in real time on 5th Street. I think that's a primo location. But my friend, I know the uh, commercial real estate, not always what motivates you, um, <laughs> as it does me. And I like to get into that big, beautiful brain of yours to see kind of what you've been thinking um, of late in this community. This stat came up on Real Talk with Keith Smith this morning, Judah. 100 homes have been sold in the city of Charlottesville year-to-date. 100 homes year-to-date. That's condos, that's attached, that's detached. Of those 100 homes, 42 of them were all cash, 42%. The median cash price was $417,000. The median loan price... For conventional financing, 502k. We're talking a difference of $85,000. The leverage you get with cash 
versus the leverage you lose with using a finance vehicle. 42% of the deals year-to-date, City of Charlottesville, all cash. So the implication there is that uh, by going with cash, people are accepting lower offers? Potentially. Man. And here's the concept. You got all cash. You got a shorter closing period. You don't need to get financing approval. Yeah. You're not bringing in a third party that's going to potentially slow things down. Yeah. It's a cleaner process. Cash is king. Mm-hmm. So also to your point, this is an interesting thing to unpack. The cash deals are coming in median 2023 year to date at 417,500 where the finance deals in the city of Charlottesville are 502k. So remember we were talking last week we were wondering if these folks with bags of money are are significantly driving up the cost of living cuz they're overpaying. It shows that maybe they're not in the city of Charlottesville. Yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not in the city of Charlottesville. Now what they are doing is cannibalizing inventory um, that, that finance um, buyers otherwise would purchase. I mean, 42% in the city of Charlottesville, all cash, all cash deals is, is quite a bit. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> Not to mention the fact that uh, these are the, well, seemingly these would be the people that least need, uh, you know, least need to save money on a, on a house. Why? Because you're saying they got, because they got $400,000 to put ca- down cash that they can, yeah. I mean, you know, that's not uh, that's not to disparage any of them. But, no, we're not disparaging them. But it's just the fact that, you know, here are the people that least need, uh, you know, need to get a good deal on a house. It's it's not going to slow anytime soon, man. Anyone yeah. watching this program that thinks this is going to slow anytime soon, it just it's it's not. It's not going to slow anytime soon. I'm almost getting to the point where it's getting it's getting like almost like a, a broken record. Hmm. I mean, no more inventory, plenty of buyers, and new jobs being created that are paying well that we're wondering where the folks are going to live. Yeah. I mean, it's a theme every week on this show, ladies and gentlemen. All right, a couple topics I want to cover on on today's program. This one is a positive one. Downtown in Bloom. You put this on my radar here. Mm -hmm. May 1st to May 31st, Charlottesville City Schools are hosting annual art exhibitions on the downtown mall. If you walk on the mall, many storefronts are showcasing artwork from Charlottesville City Schools students. My wife and our two boys were walking on the downtown mall yesterday. We noticed significant artwork in storefront windows from kids as young as elementary and middle school. It was dynamic. Yeah, I saw those too. Friends of Charlottesville is doing an excellent job. You know they got a chalk art event coming. I'm a little disappointed. It's not like uh, not more like the chalk events that I remembered in uh, in Savannah. But uh, help me understand you can the only, chalk you can events only do in so Savannah. Much. Well, uh, Savannah's got a big, big park. Okay, uh, we're talking Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, and uh, and it's got uh, aside from some some offshoot, you know, pathways. It's got one big path that goes all the way down the center of it. And it's got, uh, you know, it's got basically uh, uh, sidewalk uh, size squares. I mean, it's basically a sidewalk, but in the middle of the park. And so it's got these big squares, just like a, a regular sidewalk. And for the Sidewalk Arts Festival, they, you sign up, 
you get uh, I think they number them somehow I don't I don't know exactly how the uh, the details work out but uh, you get assigned a square and you get uh, I think they give you uh, you know like a little box of uh, of chalk kind of like what you find over by the the wall and uh, um, and then you can of course bring your own if you want to bring more colors or whatever and you can do anything you want so you've got people uh, you've got people doing recreations of, uh, of Van Gogh's Starry Night. You've got people doing stuff like Syrah's, uh, you know, the, the pointillist thing, you know, on the... Uh, everybody knows it when they've seen it, but uh, probably most of the people might not know what I'm talking about uh, just by me talking about it. But anything. You've got people doing, uh, doing Wolverine and the X-Men. You've got people doing Superman. You've got kids doing, you know, like... Uh, 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 Nemo and his Doesn't friends. Doesn't it terrify you to give anyone the liberty of chalk arting anything they want on the downtown mall? You're saying because you think that somebody's going to do something salacious or... Yeah. Have you seen the free speech wall from time to time? I've never seen anything that... I mean, I've seen maybe some uh, terminology that Bob was... Yarborough says, love St. Patty's Day. Uh, love Savannah on St. Patty's Day. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um... The free speech wall from time to time has salacious. I've seen stuff written. I've never seen anything drawn. Now, I've seen some pretty spectacular artwork on the free speech wall that's taken hours to finish. No doubt. Um, I I guess what we're trying to highlight here is there's a lot of positivity that's happening in this community as well. Just had a successful TomTom Festival. Friends Mm -hmm. of Seville has now got uh, a month of May in downtown Charlottesville. Listen to this of how it, packed it is. It looks like they're doing kind of like a Dora as well. Give me the details. Spring stroll all month long. The spring stroll will feature cocktails, mocktails, and specialty drinks at bars, restaurants, and coffee shops in the downtown district. You can pick up your interactive spring stroll passport at participating locations, Charlottesville Insider, or the CACVB mobile vans. If you try at least 10 of the drinks featured, identify the secret code and turn your passport back into Charlottesville Insider before the end of the month. You'll be invited to a special summer celebration on the Common House rooftop. I mean, that's genius. Yeah, it sounds like that's fun. Gee, it's fun. It's fun. Exactly what we need to draw, draw people, people downtown. to the downtown mall. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun stuff happening downtown for families. Mm-hmm. Exactly what we need with the weather. Chart. I don't know about the drinking cocktails, but you get you know you get a cocktail for yourself and a mocktail for your kids. Mom and dads can walk while the kids are drinking a milk or a mocktail or a mocktail. <laughs> you if you know should you go down the road of wanting kids, you'll realize the little ones they have these like uh, oh what is the phrase my son's he drinks these yogurts or these uh, apple sauces in a pack. They're like to go. These little like they're healthy. They might be okay. uh, even organic. They are so expensive. They're like a buck and change <laughs> per pack, and he downs two or three of them, and will only eat a certain brand. Now the convenience and of like five the, ounces. It's like eight ounces of yogurt that he slurps down. Yeah, has three of them. But the conveniences of the pack make it uh, worth the price, I guess. Till you see the grocery bill. Downtown positive things happen. Have you tried kefir? Have you heard of kefir? No. It's basically the same thing you're talking. It's, uh, it's like a uh, yogurt drink. Hmm. Uh, my mom used to get it for us at uh, Mrs. Gooch's in Los Angeles. A yogurt drink? Yeah. It's yogurt called drink sounds delightful. Kefir. 
K-E-F-I-R, I believe. And, oh, it is delightful. And uh, I, I honestly have no idea what uh, the prices would be compared to, uh, to what you're talking about. But maybe uh, wait. something to look into. I know they've got it next door if you want to take a look at them. Wait till you... Uh Wait, 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 just wait. Um, I also want to highlight this. Last week we talked about a, uh, a bike bar, a pedal bike bar. Um, I heard from a number of viewers and listeners that there's one in Farmville, and mm-hmm. I did some research. It's called the Tipsy Carriage, and it's the only way it builds itself, the Tipsy Carriage. You could find it online at thetipsycarriage.com. The Tipsy Carriage is the only way to experience historic downtown Farmville, Virginia, from bar hopping, trivia nights, historic tours, and much more. Hop on the best party in town. If you show any photos from the Tipsy Carriage, that would be awesome. It's a two-hour ride. It takes you around historic Farmville, making stops at five local bars, featuring signature drinks and specials at each stop. This tour has a little something for everyone. This is exactly what would work well in Charlottesville. 8 to 13 riders is $325. You could do individual tickets at 25 bucks a pop. Okay? This is exactly what Charlottesville needs. I know you disagree with me. I mean, I it would This be, would crush. It would be fun. I would enjoy it. I just feel like Charlotte like what are you going to see? Like the historic district of Charlottesville? How's it any different than seeing the historic district of downtown Farmville? I've never been to downtown Farmville. I, I have no you, idea. Maybe they have a very exciting historic district. I can assure district. you downtown Farmville does not have as exciting a historic district or a downtown district as us. And this is working well. $325 for 8 to, eight to 13 that. riders for two hours. And you have to pedal. It takes you to <laughs> bars. TheTipsyCarriage.com. This concept would work in Charlottesville. I found a tipsy carriage online that you can purchase for under 20K. You don't think this would work? Are you showing any photos? I'm getting one. Look at the public tour. I mean, this is... uh... Positivity. This is positive. This is absolutely positive. Albert Graves is watching. He says that Carter's location, that Carter's bank, would make a great vape shop. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, Albert Grace. Just as long as you're not doing the vape shop in uh, Chesterfield County, because you're within 2,000 linear square feet of another vape shop, so you have no chance of opening. That would make a good vape shop, 2.6 million. I don't know if they can afford it right there, though. Um, Let's get to this comment from Jason Howard. The first-time homebuyer getting priced out will only continue to fuel the entry-level labor shortage. You've highlighted the shrinking of hours in restaurants downtown and elsewhere. I just noticed that Duck Donuts at Stonefield is no longer open on Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, Duck Donuts. Did you guys see the headline over the weekend on NBC29? There was a veterinarian on Avon Extended that had to literally close his practice because he could not find staff. He was the vet. He was the doctor. Avon Extended. He legitimately closed his veterinary practice because he could not find staff to help him with the animals. And then all the active, there's the tipsy carriage on screen. Take a look at the screen there. This is in Farmville. If this works in Farmville, you're telling me this ain't going to work in Charlottesville. 325 for two hours is even light. 13 people divided by 325, that's $25 a person for two hours. This is a gold idea. This is gold, Jerry. 
gold. You don't think that would work? I think I, you could charge 500 I, bucks for two hours in Charlottesville with 13 people on the ride. 500 bucks, two hours, 13 people on the ride. That's less than $40 a person for two hours of booze cruising. But you don't get any beers with that. I don't know if I'd go for that. What? You don't like that fun? I do. You like that. I know. You're a guy that likes to have a lot of fun. Um, but did you see the veterinary office down at Avon Extended? NBC29 News reporting. The customers of the veterinary office were having a hard time getting their medical records for their animals. And the owner of the veterinary office in that food line shopping center down Avon Extended, he said, I had to close my doors. I can't find any staff to work here. I can't run a vet office. Yeah. So he unexpectedly just closed his doors. This is like King of Rio, Jason Howard, talking about Duck Donuts and Stonefield, now closed on Mondays and Tuesdays because they can't find labor. Yeah. I mean, if, if, as, as Jason's indicated, if the housing continues to get expensive, who works the frontline jobs? We're not going to have anyone here. So the jobs are going to go away, and the companies that rely on those people are going to go away. That's why we're seeing the vape shops pop up. You need one person to run the shop. Yeah. <clears throat> How many people need to run a vet office legitimately? I mean, you need somebody at the front. You need... Uh Probably you need a lab tech. You need someone who, who's an actual vet. Dude, then remember Leo, my multiple. German Shepherd, my 110-pound all-black German Shepherd with brown socks for feet? Yep. Remember Leo? 110 pounds. Okay. If you didn't know Leo, a 110-pound German Shepherd, you would be scared of him, right? Leo, I'm like, still kind of scared of him, and I do know of him. <laughs> okay. You, are, you were scared of him? He loved I mean, you. he's a German Shepherd. He loved you, though. I liked your dogs, but they are scary dogs. They're big dogs. They are so protective of our boys. Long story short, I took Leo to the vet for regular checkups. He didn't like the vet. This is a 110-pound German Shepherd. Oh, man. It legitimately took four people at the vet's office to subdue him with a, some kind of shot that tranquilized him to calm down. Damn. Four people on a 110-pound German Shepherd. So you see why this vet down Avon Extended in the Food Lion Shopping Center says, I can't get people to show up to work. What happens if a Leo comes into his office? It would be dangerous. Yeah. And most people, and most people that own a dog like that are going to be like, oh, but he's such a sweetheart. Yes, to you he's a sweetheart. To the four of us who are trying to pin your dog and give him a shot, well, especially when he he's is already a dangerous, at the dangerous office. animal. Yeah, right? right. And that's why you shut down. That's why you shut down. How close are we to being at that collision point of, of the labor being that? I mean, are we at the breaking point? I think we're probably at the breaking point. We're pretty close. I mean, we're, this is the breaking point, right? I mean, uh, you know, God bless the people that are making it, that are making it work for their small business these days. I mean, uh, you know, we, uh, <clears throat> you were surprised by how few, uh, a few actual, how few actual uh, empty storefronts are on the downtown mall, and so um, you know, let's let's give credit where credit is due. Um, I'm sure they're not all thriving, but uh, but they're making it work, and and that's uh, no small feat today. You see it every day, every day here. You see it legitimately every day. Ginny, who watching on Twitter, 
Dylan's rule on Twitter. We appreciate you retweeting the show. Thank you kindly. Um, Warrior AG just sent us a link of a high-speed chase this weekend. Did you hear about Ginny? Ginny, who, I'll get to that, your direct message here. Is that in the matter. one that ended in a, uh, a stab wound yeah. in the parking lot? Of, no, 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 no. That was not the dairy market stabbing. Okay. I heard, I heard that that followed some type of uh, accident or chase or something. The dairy market stabbing happened after an altercation. Okay. Uh, a traffic altercation. You're absolutely right. But you know what? I, I want to clarify this. I think the headline was misleading. Yeah. There's been some incidents of violence around Dairy Market, but because it's the most recognizable landmark right. there, everybody calls out near Dairy Market. Yeah. This isn't happening. Yeah. It's not happening inside. It's not happening right outside the On doors. the parking lot. It's happening near it. And I, and I want to take a moment to clarify this because there's a number of small businesses in Dairy Market who are hurting, mm-hmm. who are not driving the business that they, I think, would have thought they would have. Yeah. So having this, I mean, 60, over the last 60 days, there's been some media attention of crime in the area. And the media, legacy media, attributes it from a location standpoint to DM, to Dairy Market. It's yeah. not Dairy Market. There was it's close a, to it. There was a shooting a block or two away. Right, where the guy died. Yeah. There was the traffic altercation. There was another one. Mm-hmm. And all, they all just say near this place. Right. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, I'll get to this anonymous comment here in a matter of moments. Um, this is not from Deep Throat, but this is from an- another anonymous um, viewer of this program who wants to offer some intel into the vet story. Are you ready for this? Um, this particular viewer and listener is a known commodity on this talk show, but in this particular comment, this viewer and listener would like some anonymity, and no, it is not Deep Throat who is offering this comment. Jerry and Judah... There is more to that vet story. I know Brad personally, so I don't really want my name read with this comment. He had a vet tech who chased a lot of his business away because she was rude and condescending. Wow. Patients have been having a hard time getting appointments since 2020. And long after most of us had put the Rona behind us, they weren't allowing humans inside with their pets. That cost them even more customers. Yeah. I would guess if you don't let people and their pets inside, you're going to have trouble... uh taking care of people's pets. How can you do a vet's office where you can't bring your pets inside because of fear of corona? Uh, I mean... How could I bring a 115-pound German... 110-pound German Shepherd if I couldn't walk him inside to the vet? Yeah. It's crazy. It does tell a very different story. That's, um, that's a different story. Right? Yeah. Now, the question is, what's going to happen with that space... I think you got so many spots, so many, as Judah's already indicated, so many spaces that are so fragile right now that you have a number of spaces that could come up for grabs for rent locally. And then my wife makes this comment a lot. When a business goes out like a restaurant closes, it's certainly sad that the restaurant closes, but she also in some ways gets excited for what's going to replace it for the hope that it's a new concept or something innovative that the market locally has not seen. So maybe that's, fingers crossed, something new or fresh can come. Yeah. But only time is going to tell. 
Um, Albert says, Warrior AG says, and close to a school as well for that uh, vape shop. Bob Yarborough said the uh, bike race on Preston over the weekend was absolutely fantastic. Bob, could you have, I think you could have pints while watching the race on Preston Avenue. Because the, re- the race went by there. I think it was Pints on Preston I saw on social media. Huh. Pints on Preston. Anyway, we're taking a moment to try to highlight the positivity that's been happening around here. Because there is positivity to highlight in this community. We understand that there was a high-speed chase that ended in uh, an arrest at outside Fashion Square Mall. The guy went over a couple of lanes of traffic. Hit a couple of cars in the process of this high-speed chase. But the positive, Albemarle County Police caught the guy. He's in custody right now. That's positive. John Blair on Twitter. Jerry, that Carter Bank site would be a great Chipotle drive through Stanton has this Chipotle concept, and it is always packed. $2.6 million is not a bad price for an island pad commercial building that's all brick that has at least, what, 10, 12,000 cars going by there minimum. I would not be surprised if that Carter's Bank on 5th Street has close to 20,000 cars driving by it every day. Mm-hmm. Morning, drive-in, rush hour, and drive home, rush hour, thousands of cars every day. John Blair, good comment. What would you put in that location? Scott Williams, what up, dog? I would need to take a look at what's down there right now. And what do you think that location needs? And do you think, have you had the, the, uh, the Latin restaurant on the back of the gas station on 5th Street? Like if you're going from Charlottesville to Albemarle County to the police station. So what side of the road is that? Across from the Tiger Fuel, across from the market, the Exxon where Tiger Fuel is, there's a gas station on the other side of the road of 5th Street. The one it, next to Burger King? Yeah. The back of that gas station is some of the most authentic Latin cuisine you will find on the back of that gas station. Okay. Try it. Cinco de Mayo is right around the corner. It's an odd place to... But often some of the most odd places have the best cuisine. Remember Jinx's Barbecue on Market Street? Jinx's. You looked at Jinx's... Is that the bar- place in that little shack? Yeah. Behind the, the gravestones? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it often had all that clutter and, like, junk in the front of Jinx's. I just, the place looked like it was 10 feet by 10 feet. What? And that kept you from going? Uh, no, I think, it was the, I think it was the, like, painted wooden sign that kept me know, from it was, going. It was, but the, the barbecue was great. It was a hole-in-the-wall place. <laughs> Have you had the barbecue on 151 in Nelson County? Is that Blue Ridge Pig? Blue no. Ridge Pig is dynamic, and mm. it's a hole-in-the-wall place. Some of the best barbecue and some of the best food. The Latin food, take Big Jim there, behind the gas station. It's right around the corner from Can where you he lives. Can you sit down? Yeah, i got a couple tables. I mean, you're yeah. not going to go there. The ambiance is not going to be something that's going to get you to come back, but the food will. If it's good food, I'll, uh, I'll, I got my dad something that I uh, haven't had a chance to give him because my parents were out of town. Where'd you get him? Uh, I got him some uh, Mrs. Renfro's ghost pepper salsa. Um, 
Bob Yarborough knows about that Latin restaurant in the back of the gas station. He says, now you've told everyone. Now there'll be a line out the door for the Latin food. He <laughs> says it's absolutely on point. He lives in Redfield, huh. so he's right around the corner. Nora Gaffney says, Jinx's was great. Same with Albert, Warrior AG. You got him ghost pepper? Is that what I heard? Yeah. He this likes is... hot food, though. Oh, he... He craves it. When, uh, whether it's... Whether it's uh, Hispanic food or... Um... Or Chinese, Asian food, uh, my dad is, and they know him. When, when we go places, uh, the hotter the better. Is it uh, Lime Leaf? This is what I know about Whenever your we dad. go into Lime Leaf, they're all like, oh, hey. Burn the and fries, too. Burn the fries. Burn the fries. He didn't actually want them burned. He just wants them crispy, crispy. and they, they never give them to him crispy. It's like, seriously, how hard is that to just, you know, put well, them in? Especially when the person asked for it. Put them in again. I mean, you know, I think it's because uh, they don't want to burn them. They just—I think it's because they pay. They don't pay attention, and they want everybody's food to come out at the same time. No, I think and they're like, we're not going to hold everybody else's food while we cook these uh, fries it again. It could be that. And they just don't think. Well, if we put the fries in first and then start the food a few minutes later, I don't know. It's just—it's just strange. Has, but, does uh, he have a favorite fries in town? I don't know. Um, My favorite fries in town may be Riverside. The basket of fries at Riverside, but the, sh- the shoestring fries. Those are, those are probably the best fries in town. Um, Do you, you think they're the best fries in town? Personally, yeah. I, the crinkle cut fries at the Wool Factory are really, really good too. If you like crinkle fries, crinkle cut fries, I do. I like those. Uh, I like the Riverside fries with salt. And, yeah, and, and the a, Old Bay and a and a. And a Paper plate, just like yeah, that's what I do. Piled with uh, ketchup to yeah. dip. And it you in. don't old bay it. No, you don't old bay it. No, I love the old bay. Is that the best fries in town, Riverside? Those are those are the best fries in town. But I got to give props again to uh, uh, to Guajiros and uh, Danilo because that was one of the first places I can remember in recent memory where my dad did not ask for. New fries. Um, are the best fries in town at Riverside? Definitely. They're always crispy. They're they come always out quick. Like perfectly uh, golden. Cooked. Yeah, they're not like, you don't get any soft ones. You don't get any like super, super hard fried ones. They're just all around perfect. And, and, and they're always consistently cooked well. Yeah. They're like, the same consistency with the cook, the I'll, crisp, I will, on all of them. I will leave my burger for as long as it takes me to get through most of the fries because you want the fries more than the burger because I want the fries warm like the burger can cool off a little bit and it's still going to be it's still going to taste delicious if the fries get, if the fries go cold uh, you know you might as well throw them away Bob Yarborough says Legacy Eats it's a food truck and they have the best fries in town hands down I have not had those fries but I will try them based on that recommendation Bob I will try them based on this suggestion. And then I'm going to tag Judah Wickhauer on this so he can see it as well. Are they the best fries? Here's another question. Um, my family, my oldest son in particular, our oldest son in particular, are um, my oldest son and my wife are huge fans of pretzels. Like the doughy pretzels. Like the big pretzels that you see at like yeah. World of Beer had a good pretzel. Where do you get the best pretzels in town? Is the best pretzel in town 
at Andrew Watson's Mellow Mushroom. I saw him there yesterday, <laughs> Sunday, Mellow Mushroom. My wife and I and our two boys went. We had a sausage and pepperoni pizza, a pitcher of Basic City Six Lord, which is one of my wife's favorite beers. I like the beer too. And six Parmesan pretzels from Mellow Mushroom. The Mellow Mushroom Parmesan pretzels are absolutely dynamite. Hmm. But is that the best pretzel in town? I'm... Sal, do you like a good pretzel? Yeah, We got multiple people saying Legacy Eats has the best fries. I'm looking at... Albert the... Graves just said, Jonathan said it, Jennifer said it, Grayson and Kelsey have all given props to Legacy Eats on Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I'm, uh, I'm looking Scott at... Scott Worth gives props to public for the best French fries. Hmm. Scott, we're talking food for you. Scott Aaronworth. I'm looking at a picture of their fries, and they do look pretty good. But From what, Legacy? But what intrigues me more is... Is this Legacy's fries? Yeah. What Can you in, put them on screen? What intrigues me more is I think I see churros. And... Oh, the world knows Judah loves a good churro. Yeah, we used to get them, in, uh, we used to get them at the skate rink in Los Angeles, and then I got to try real ones at this little... I mean, it was a tiny little... It wasn't even a shack. Uh, there's barely room for the guy to stand in the center of this thing, and it had a giant vat of oil. This is on a beach in, uh, I think, uh, Baja, California, Mexico. And you could get, like, a bag of a dozen churros for, like, it was, like, 50 cents. It's incredible. That course, sounds amazing. I was also, what, 11 years old? Yeah. So. Different mindset. Easier yeah. to please, perhaps. Very dis... No, uh, no, I, I just mean... Uh, Prices were a little different back then. Yeah. Um, whereas Legacy is a food truck. Uh, Scott Aaronworth, Esquire Aaronworth, who's watching Virginia Beach. It's a food truck. Um, and multiple people giving props. He says Publix French fries are the best. Hmm. Um, Brian Hellenberg at Petit Pois. Petit Pois? Petit Pois. Petit Pois. He's also got good French fries if you like steak frites. The steak yep. frites. Those are good. Great French fries. Petit Pois. Uh, and he says the churros are on point, Bob Yarborough, on, at, at Legacy Eats as well. Nice. He's had them. God, we got to get Legacy Eats. We should get them on the show. Right. We should get Legacy Eats on the show. There's the fries. You got the Legacy Eats french fries on They on do screen? look pretty good, but I'm seeing This some... is Bob Yarborough legitimately influencing the show right now. I'm seeing some, uh, I don't know, some curled ones that look a little, little slim. No uh, way, dog. Those fries look legit. Is that sea salt on that picture? And look at that. Is that chives? Something like that. Those fries look banging. They do look good. The thing about the Riverside fries is there's so many of them for such a low price point. What's the Riverside fry basket? Six bucks? Uh, the big basket? The biggest one you can order or just a regular basket of... No, I'm going to look at the big... I want to say it's six bucks. I got the menu right here. You don't have to find it. Here we go. Let's see. The big basket of French fries, J-Dubs. If I, I put the over... Did you see the price already? No, but if I've, I never, put I've the never, over, never gotten the large one. I always go by... I usually go by myself. And you don't just, get the basket of fries? I get the small one. Okay, I get the basket. You, you, if I put the over-under at six bucks for a basket of fries at Riverside, would you take the over or the under? Uh, I think I'd take the under. You're right. Four ninety five plus tax. I mean, that price is amazing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea how big that is, so it's hard for me to say. But I know there. But everything else is well priced, dude. Every 
A bacon cheeseburger sub is eight bucks. You want a cheeseburger? It's four dollars. You want to make it a double? It's six fifty. Yeah, a bacon cheeseburger is 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 five twenty five. Double cheese. I mean, these prices. They had if they had chili too, they might be able to rival. They might be able to rival uh, a Tommy Burger. They have chili. Yeah, but you can't get a double chili cheeseburger. Yes, you can. Really? You can get the chili that they serve on the chili hot dog on the burger. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, just ask. I mean, they, they they'll charge you for it. Well, but yeah. of course you wouldn't mind paying. Of course they would. You could get a chili bur- chili cheeseburger. Because you know they have a chili dog. Then I just would need to convince them to wrap it in butcher paper. That's not going to happen. <laughs> God, how many times has damn butcher paper come up on this talk show? You I love the butcher paper. Only in, only in relation to, uh, to double chili cheeseburgers. Uh, Scott Do says, I really want my hands? Scott says you can get chili on the burger. Nice. Yeah, I've I've had the chili. You just get it from the hot dog. Just get it from lab, and and they'll work. It's How is a, their chili there? It's that, good. It's, the it's Riverside. Is there anything at Riverside that's not good? All I've ever had are the fries and the double cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, my wife and I stumbled on the. Uh, I'm going to get the exact name of this. Hold on one second. It's called the. The spicy cheese balls. Spicy cheese balls. Dude, okay. if here's this is the best piece of knowledge you're gonna get from the I Love Seville show on a Monday, and we'll go out with jo- like George Costanza on a high note with spicy cheese balls. Do you have a Yiddish word you want to get out there? Oh, you do have a Yiddish word? Okay, Judy, who's watching? We got to make sure we keep the Yiddish word consistent. Here's mm. one of the best pieces of advice I can give you on the Monday edition of the I Love Seville show. You want something that's gonna knock your socks off? Go to Riverside and get spicy cheese balls. The spicy mm. cheese balls at Riverside are absolutely amazing. I think it's uh, peppercorn jack cheese or pepper jack cheese dropped in the deep fryer and you eat them. It's That's it? crack. Dude, it's crack. Balls of pepper jack cheese dropped in deep fryer, outer layer fried, put on a plate, serve with ranch, put it in your mouth, comatose. That's what I do. So good. All right. Another vote for Legacy Eats for best local fries. Wow. John Blair, who both of us watching this program have tremendous respect for. We love John Blair. John, you should come on. the. Oh, John's coming on with the pie contest. Remember, John's going to bring a pie from a pie shop in Stanton, and we're going to try it against a pie shop here locally, and you ask for one thing, no coconut pie. Because you hate coconut pie. Isn't that right? Uh, Don't I you mean, dislike I, coconut pie? I, I dislike uh, You straight up told to John not to bring a certain kind of pie. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have even thought there were coconut pies, but... Uh, There's coconut pie? What, is it only coconut cake? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't really do desserts a whole lot. He said Legacy Eats has got the best fries in town and it's not even close. We've had nine people since Bob Yarborough mentioned Legacy Eats on the I Love Siebel group. Nine different comments from nine different people so far on the Legacy Eats French fries. I know. Now we we need need to get get the French fries. We need to get some Legacy Eats French fries. Can you get Legacy Eats on the talk show and say the only caveat of us driving a lot of business to your food truck is you got to bring some French fries. I think they would do that. He also says from a chain standpoint... they, they got to be hot. That's the challenge. Yeah. Unless they park the food truck in front of... 
They could park the food truck right in front of I Love Seville, and then we utilize the I Love Seville show to drive all of downtown to their food truck that's parked right in front of our store, of our studio. Yeah. Food trucks come on our show, park in front of the studio, use the show to get people to your food truck and to drive you business. That's actually a brilliant idea. Uh, John Blair says cookout is the best chain fries out there. Cookout. Cookout. Really? Yeah. Even better than McDonald's? Uh, Jason Howard, I will check out this link that you just shared. And Scott Aaronworth said he got a double chili cheeseburger last time he was in town at Riverside. Hmm. And Bill McChesney is a big fan of the butcher paper. He says the grease absorbs it. The butcher paper absorbs the grease. It also keeps all the nasty stuff off your hands. Well, and you like the, <clears throat> the prize at the end that you like. That little corner of the butcher paper's got all, it's like a cone of toppings. It's not a little corner, uh, trust me. But, uh, Pretty but, nasty. I mean, that's, that's, that's just frosting on the cake. Right. The, what I really love is not getting the mess. chili all over my hands. Yeah. You don't mm. like the mess. That's right, my good. biggest complaint about, uh, I'm not going to name names, but uh, some of the burger places around here just have burgers that are way too big, and I can't get halfway through the burger without well, things starting I, I to fall apart. I know what you're apart. talking about. You're, are, are you making a reference to Friend of the Program's place, CBB, to, to Citizen? Is that a reference to Citizen? Maybe. We love Citizen. Yeah. The food is amazing. It is a big burger, but that might be a fork and knife burger. Certainly part of that burger will be consumed with a fork. Because it falls apart. And it's not a knock on the bun that Andy has shown for the Citizen Burger Bar. It's a fantastic brioche bun that holds. It's just the burger is stuffed. It's a gourmet burger. Yeah. It's supposed to be enjoyed that way. I would like it better if I had some way to hold it so that I could uh, take a bite without half of it slopping off into my hands. I get that. That's, uh, but you can also scrape up those toppings after the meal. But I see your point. I, I see your yeah, point. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. There's I understand. Nothing, but I don't want stuff on my hands. I get it. I totally get it. And, and let's cut to the chase. How many of you guys have eaten into a sandwich and then had all the stuff that's inside the sandwich shoot out the other end? Yeah. That stinks. Because then, then you're having to put the stuff back yeah, in the sandwich. And then I'm just sitting there like, <sighs> I just right. wanted to enjoy a burger. Right. Now I'm and having now, to do some work. And now I'm like cleaning, okay. sweeping. Like what? Yet you have no problem going to the checkout lines at the grocery store? The self-checkout lines? What the self-checkout lines, you're going to the grocery store and you're having to check yourself out. You have no problem with that, but you do have issues when the burger collapses, spills all over the plate, and you're having to do some work to put the burger back together. What? What's the... Uh, you think that's a, G, a leap, that correlation right there? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, okay, looking for, I'm looking leap. for the connection between those two Fine. things. It's a correlation leap. Give us the Yiddish word of the day. The Yiddish word of the day is punum. What? Punum. Come again? Punum. Punum? Punum. How do you spell that? P-U-N-I-M. Okay. What does that mean? It means face. Face? But it usually means acute face. You know, like, oh, look at the punum. Like when, you're, uh, like when your aunt comes and pinches your cheeks. And she's like, oh, look at that punum. Oh, God, how do we get to the Yiddish? <laughs> do it again. Use it, use it in a sentence. <sighs> punum. Look at that. Uh, look at my baby's cute little punum. 
<laughs> Good job, Judah. Thank you. Are you still keeping the running tab of the Yiddish words? Yeah. Good. And the definitions? Yeah, otherwise I'd forget half of them. Good, because I've enjoyed it. All right, that's the talk show. It's the Monday edition. He's Judah. I'm Jerry. This is the I Love Siebel Show presented today by Scott Wagner of Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine. We have fun. Today's show was about food. Scott Aaronworth, I hope you enjoyed today's program. That was a lot of good food talk for you, my friend. And we know you like food. Bob Yarborough, thank you for the Legacy Eats Chitter Chatter. You got us on a great talking point. Nora mm -hmm. Gaffney, we love when you watch the program. Same with you, Warrior AG, Dylan's Rule, Ginny Hu, John Blair, and all the fantastic people that make this program special. I feel like I'm getting to know you guys through this talk show. I hope you feel like you're getting to know us. And if anybody really, really likes hot salsa, go find yourself some Mrs. Renfro's. <laughs> Nicely done. I'm gonna I'm gonna to bring it with me on Sunday and try to convince my dad to go to the uh, go to the gas station to have some some. Uh, uh, I think he would like it. That gas station has legitimately some of the most genuine and authentic Latin cuisine in Central Virginia. Nice. Um, Bill McChesney says, "Get your own butcher paper and bring your own butcher paper to restaurants." B y o b p. <laughs> He also is a big fan of El Puerto and the Meadowbrook Shopping Center across from mm. Barracks Road. I've been to El Puerto many times and the Meadowbrook Shopping Center across from Barracks Road, and I can tell you that their drink specials are fantastic. Is that all you can... Uh... The food's good, too. I wasn't a big fan of their salsa. Was... At El Puerto? Yeah, it was very ketchup-y. I thought it was great. Did you have a margarita there, the Jumbo? I don't think I've ever had a margarita there. They had a... Last time I was there, they had a margarita deal. It was like a jumbo margarita with a side shot of tequila. And I think it was like $7. Wow. A jumbo margarita and a side. You got a tequila back for $7. <laughs> nice. That was the way to go. All right, we're making commercials today at 2 o'clock. Um, he's Judah. I'm Jerry. It's the I Love Seville Show. Back tomorrow, 1230. We love you guys. Take care.